Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. Yes, you are. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 26th of August 2022, including the eagerly anticipated Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, on Now TV, and the arrival of Paul Thomas Anderson's wonderful film, Licorice Pizza, on Amazon Prime Video. And we'll also be looking at two sports documentaries, Ben Stokes, Phoenix from the Ashes on Amazon Prime Video, and Disney Plus's Welcome to Wrexham, which follows Hollywood stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney as they become the owners of a Welsh non-league football club. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Harry Potter star Jason Isaacs will play Bristol-born Hollywood star Cary Grant in a four-part biopic called Archie, which will air on the upcoming streaming site ITVX. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, in Paramount Plus's Sexy Beast, a prequel to the hit 2000 gangster film, James McArdle will star as East End crook Gal, originally played by Ray Winston, who gets involved in an intricate well, for the second week running, Hannah, we've got an absolutely cracking lineup. We're going to start with one of the big streaming TV events of this year. Everyone's been waiting for it. Everyone's been longing for it. It's finally arrived. It's House of the Dragon. It's on Now TV. And here's a clip. I consider the matter urgent. That of your succession... Who else would have a claim? The firstborn child. Rhaenyra. No queen has ever sat the Iron Throne. The king has an heir. Daemon Targaryen. I will not be made to choose between my brother and my daughter. Now, first of all, Hannah, I'm going to have to come clean, and I'm slightly embarrassed to say <laughs> that although I'm a TV critic, I haven't watched Game of Thrones because uh, I, I don't subscribe to Sky, so I'm waiting patiently till it arrives on another streaming platform, if it ever does. However, I, of course I know that it's one of the most popular shows there's ever been. And now this is the prequel which Game of Thrones fans are rightly very excited about. And although I came to it somewhat uninitiated, I must say I thought it was really good. So, yes, as we said in the intro, it is a prequel... We're going back, I think it's about 100-odd years, and it's a bit like King Lear. It's a succession drama because the king, Viserys, played by Paddy Considine, he is hoping to have a male heir, uh, and his wife is pregnant. But if that doesn't happen, there's going to be a succession battle between his daughter, Princess Rosenra, oh, they're all quite strange names, <laughs> played by Millie Alcock, and she's, she likes riding dragons and she really wants to be a warrior. Also, it's you know, I don't think there's ever been a queen on the Iron Throne before. And then there's his brother, played very well by Matt Smith, the former Doctor Who. He's called Damon, um, and he's a bit of a hothead. Uh, he's got this... Um, it's almost like the Praetorian Guard from Gladiator. He's got this group of soldiers who are supposedly uh, in charge of keeping the keeping the peace or law and order. 
what I do know about uh, Game of Thrones, well, of course, that followed the fortunes of various different sort of clans or families in, in the battle for power. This is focusing very much on this one clan to start with anyway. They're a sort of blonde-haired, dragon-riding clan. And Matt Smith, I mean, he's a terrific actor, isn't he? He's done so much great stuff since Doctor Who. Lots of really good stuff. And he's great in this. I mean, he's really uh, quite frightening. So what I did know about Game of Thrones was that there was a lot of nudity and quite a lot of people had their Johnsons cut off. Well... If that's the kind of thing you like, you're not going to be disappointed because in episode one, I did see a bare bottom and yes, uh, Demon's crew went on the rampage, supposedly rounding up criminals, but um, just chopping various limbs off anyone who they came across. So it's violent, it's sexy, it's got great dialogue and performances as people are plotting uh, their way to power. So. I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I'm pretty sure that if you if you liked Game of Thrones, you're going to absolutely love this. It's really well made. It's got a great cast. They spent lots of money on it. So I'm pleased to say it more than lives up to expectations. What did you think, Hannah? Are you a Game of Thrones fanatic? I feel like people will um, shut off in their droves when I say this, but uh, I shall try and put it in a way that makes me clearly the minority. Um, I've really struggled with the Game of Thrones. Like, I totally get it. I mean, it is in- it's incredible on so many different levels. But honestly, I'm sat on the sofa with my kind of looking through my fingers because, like you quite rightly said, I mean, it is just... murder and rape and just the most violence my poor little mind could take (laughs) i i did i it's good i get it but i it's only some people kind of like really binge watch it don't they and i I have to drip feed it as opposed to binge watch it And, and like you said anybody who loves the game of thrones is not going to be disappointed with this matt smith is absolutely um brilliantly evil and nasty and just just everything that his character should be and i think he pulls it off really really well again i don't think it deviates too much from 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 the game of thrones in as much as the kind of the violence level and uh and you mentioned bare bottoms the nudity is still very much there and the storyline is incredibly strong so i think it, everything um makes it brilliant but you just need to be prepared because this is gory <laughs> really really gory and if you don't like goriness then you just need to be warned uh, before you start watching okay well a welcome bit of light relief that you're going to tell us about arriving on amazon prime video it's a feature film and it's called licorice pizza do you know uh, who my girlfriend is barbara streisand barbara streisand sand sand yeah like sands like the ocean like beaches. barbara streisand no but streisand sand yes it is now um some of you may have watched this already in the cinema, but this is, as you say, on coming through on Amazon Prime Video. Um, it's really quite weird. Um, it's brilliantly weird, I suppose, but it's just kind of odd. So um, it's, it's the story of, of two people, um, very sort of ill-fitted um couple i suppose or they become a couple where he fancies her 
she doesn't fancy him and there you watch their lives kind of intertwine now uh these two people um one is um gary valentine uh very sort of heavy set child with not not stereotypically gorgeous shall we say not not hollywood gorgeous but he's a child actor um and his career in tv and movies is is, is, is on the wane it's, it's coming to an end and so he's kind of trying loads of different things to, to to make ends meet and he ends up um running this waterbed company and now he has met alana he fancies her but she isn't that interested in him but guess what it sort of works it's it, it sort of feels like I, I think if you've had a drink you might have felt like you've had too, one too many to drink when you watch this because the music and the the fun loving kind of element of it really gets you going but of course there is this whole um stream that runs through which is that you know love doesn't ever run smooth and you know these two are you know break each other's hearts all over the shop um and of course you know will they end up together or won't they um but i I, it is it is really good fun i know you're a big fan i absolutely love it it's fantastic and yeah it's (laughs) set in the early 70s and of course the central relationship there's a 10-year age gap he's 15 she's 25 so i think today that might raise a few more eyebrows so the two young stars well cooper hoffman plays gary he's the son of the late great philip seymour hoffman who's a wonderful actor he's terrific and you've got alana heim from the band heim what is she's a brilliant actress she's she's amazing she's kind of being compared to sort of barbara streisand uh in this she kind of has a look about her as well doesn't she and as you say i like the fact that it's not these sort of perfect looking hollywood a-listers they look like normal kids from the 70s you know so Mm. it's Mm. it's a freewheeling delight it's not really like anything i've ever seen before it's just it's just wonderful and there's this great little cameo from bradley cooper uh playing this guy john peters who was barbara streisand's boyfriend as you will have heard from the little clip i played um he's hilarious it's also got sean penn playing a movie star who is not unlike william holden and he's in a hilarious bar scene with uh, tom waits the musician if you haven't seen it you've got to watch it it's wonderful and i'm sure if you have watched it you will for sure want to see it again because there's just so much in it it's just a wonderful wonderful piece of work from a great director and with two terrific lead performances it's one of those ones that you watch and then you watch again and you've missed something isn't it you, there's never too many times for this absolutely well we're going all sporty <laughs> now Hannah, and Uh, We've got two sports documentary series. The first one is also on Amazon Prime Video. It's available from Friday, the 26th of August. It's called Ben Stokes, Phoenix from the Ashes. If I was making the movie of the Ben Stokes story, a pivotal scene would be you saying, I'm done. England's star all-rounder Ben Stokes has confirmed he's taking an indefinite period of leave from cricket to prioritise his mental well-being. Now, I'm not a huge cricket fan, I must admit, but I do watch England uh, when they're playing 
Test Series or in the World Cup. And of course, it was in the World Cup that uh, Ben Stokes, the all-rounder, perhaps had his finest hour when we beat New Zealand. And that incredible sequence of events is featured in episode one of this series about Stokes. But this is a bit of a sports documentary with a difference from the off. Just the look of it is is much more sort of arty. And it's got quite a dark side to it because Stokes has been well documented that he has really struggled with his mental health and also he was greatly impacted by the fact that his dad contracted very serious cancer. This is from the Oscar-winning director Sam Mendes and, and that's why it looks so good. Stokes, he, he, he's very candid about his struggles. I mean, you're going to get the huge excitement of the 2019 World Cup victory and he was the sports personality of the year but I think the real gold dust in this is is when he opens up about his struggles of course he his father was a Kiwi but he he came to this country Ben came to this country when he was quite young and, and became this terrific England all-rounder one of his teammates remembers coming onto the pitch at this crucial point in the World Cup game and he said his eyes were just glazed over. He was completely in the zone. And that's the kind of player he is. He's just so focused. And it, it kind of throws up that old question of like, you know, does talent sometimes come from demons or difficulties, you know? And, and how do you untangle those things so that, so that, for instance, Stokes, for him, he can make playing cricket, which he's clearly brilliant at, something that he actually enjoys rather than just something that creates a huge amount of anxiety. So, yeah, I think even if you're not a cricket fan, you're going to get a lot from this because it's, you know, it's got a lot to say about, of course, Stokes got involved. He was in a brawl, wasn't he? A bar brawl. um, And that was all over the newspaper. So he's been through it with his family. He's been through it with the press. And yet he's had these incredible highs with the England team but great expectations placed on him. So, yeah, it's. I would say this is a sports documentary with the difference that you don't have to be a cricket fan to enjoy. What did you think, Hannah? Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I actually really enjoy these documentaries. We talk a lot about documentaries, whether it's music documentaries or sports. And I, and I think it's irrelevant whether you like the sport or not. I'm a, not a massive cricket fan. Yet this interests me because it's it's real. It's the person behind... The person on TV, I suppose, and um, this is uh, been directed by Sam Mendes, and, and I and I think it's been done incredibly well because uh, I think seeing something so real, seeing somebody who is so incredibly successful be that honest about um, their mental health situation, how they hit rock bottom, giving real um, clarity and honest anecdotes about you know, what was going on in their life and and how low they actually got and, and why and how they got there. I think just shines a spotlight on why it's good to talk, why other people who might be suffering will will see that as a as a as a way, well, if you can do it, I can do it. Um and it's not something to be embarrassed about or something to be locked away. So I I, I find the whole thing interesting. I find that sort of that look into who these real people are really interesting. So I don't think I think the whole sport thing is is sort of irrelevant to a degree. Um, but yeah, really interesting. 
Good stuff. Now, you're going to tell us about another sports documentary series, but it's slightly different because it's almost like the plot of a feel-good movie, isn't it? It hits on Disney+, Plus, and it's called Welcome to Wrexham. I've got with me Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, the new owners of Wrexham AFC. What was the connection between you and Wrexham Football Club? We had no direct connection. It was just a feeling. What me and my dad thought was because Wrexham's red, Deadpool's red. That's the real reason, sorry. <laughs> I mean, this really does sound made up, doesn't it? I mean, it just is quite ridiculous, but it's true. Um, Hollywood stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, um, well, they decided to uh, take over Wrexham AFC. It was a £2 million takeover, which I, I suppose for them is pocket change, I guess. Um, but it, I don't know much about Wrexham, but I do know that it's one of the oldest football teams in the world, um, languishing in the fifth tier, not in the premiership. Um, so I, and I've seen an interview actually with Ryan Reynolds. And I don't think he realised. I don't think he realised quite the state it was in or anything. But this this talks you through the whole thing. Um, it's, it's it's ten parts, so I, I don't think you'll get lost along the way. It is quite funny. They are actors, so therefore it makes for, um, they know what they're doing. I mean, are they acting? Are they being real? Who knows? Who cares? Because actually it's just really quite funny how they kind of save this um, this football club, I suppose. And, um, and I guess they have got a little bit of a cash injection, which kind of, which kind of helps. Um, but yeah, I, uh, for me, Again, it's it's. We were just talking, obviously, about the cricket one, and I and, and with Ben Stokes, it, it, it's not there with that because I really like seeing somebody and who they really are. This is something completely different. But I think football lovers will like it. I, I think, and I and I think that anyone who, let's be honest, Ryan Reynolds is a nice looking lad. Um, lots of people will tune in just for that. I'd say. <laughs> okay, well, um, I enjoyed it. I must say, and, and you know, they seem to have good intentions. I mean, they do admit that. They know very little about uh, British <laughs> football. I mean, why would they, of course, especially the non-league game? But it's a real feel-good story, isn't it? And if you were a Wrexham fan, I think you'd be pretty excited about what's happened. And then they did have kind of a Zoom call with the supporters and so that they could kind of suss out where they were coming from and whether they wanted these two stars to become the club's owners, you know. So... It's, I think it's a nice story, and I, I believe that um, at the weekend, Wrexham gave Maidstone United a good tonking. So based on that, <laughs> things seem to be um, heading in the right direction. So yeah, I think it's uh, well. We you got Ted Lasso, which is the sports comedy in which an American coach comes over and and coaches a Premiership side. Well, this is the real life story of two American stars. Owning a non-league club. You couldn't make it up, but it did happen. Now, we've got to that time, Hannah, where you tell us what you've been binging on. So please reveal all. Well, it's been another busy week um, with children, but we did watch the boxing match. um, The Anthony Joshua Alexander Usyk boxing match, um, which I think the real show came at the end. Um, I don't know much about boxing, but I quite enjoyed the outbreak at the end, which then subsequently caused headlines. But yeah, uh, that's what I've been doing. How about you? I watched for the first time Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which was uh, 
on all time. four. Yeah, I really liked it. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. And also there's yeah. a yet another uh, sports documentary all about the Academy at Crystal Palace Football Club. That is on all four. And um, yeah, recommended for, especially for young kids who dream of becoming professional footballers. This is the reality of it. This is where dreams are made or crushed. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week, which is another massive week for TV streaming platforms. What's coming up, Hannah? Hugh Bonneville, favourite Hugh Bonneville, is a former High Court judge with a very dark secret in the new Netflix thriller, I Came By. And exciting, the epic battle for Middle Earth plays out in the new Amazon Prime video fantasy drama, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which is the most expensive TV series ever made. So we're looking forward to having a look at those and more. But in the meantime... Watching... 